11, where Jesus and the disciples are headed towards Jerusalem. They're outside of a town called Bethany, which is two miles away from Jerusalem, when Jesus and the disciples receive word that Lazarus is very sick. Come to find out, Lazarus is actually dead. But they receive word that Lazarus, Jesus' friend, and the brother of Mary and Martha, is, uh, is very sick. So let's pick up this morning in John chapter 17, or chapter 11, verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Mary and Martha to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha answered, I know. I know he'll rise again on the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she told him. I believe that you are the Christ the Son of God, who was to come into the world. Jesus receives word that Lazarus is sick, and he and his disciples stay put where they are for two days. He sends word back saying, this will not end in death, but will happen so that God will be glorified. After two days, Jesus and the disciples get up and they head into town to go find Mary and Martha. And when they get to town, they receive word that Lazarus is dead and has actually been in the tomb for four days. When Martha actually hears that Jesus is coming, it says that she rushes out to him. And she looks at him and he says, Lord, if you'd have been here, this wouldn't have happened. It's really interesting because later on in that chapter, when Jesus shows up, Mary comes out to him as well. And she throws herself at his feet and she clasps his legs. And she says, Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Both girls have the same exact response. I mean, have you ever really been in that place? That place where you don't have the understanding or the what and the why don't make sense. And the deep part of your soul, you feel like God is so absent. I mean, you get that sort of desperation and passion in the words of Mary and Martha. Lord, if you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. In other words, you have the power and you weren't here. But Martha doesn't really stop there. She actually says, but I know this, that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Which I find fascinating. Here's her brother dead for four days in a tomb with a rock rolled in front. Yet she says, even now, I trust you. And Jesus looks at her and he says, your brother will rise again. And she says, I know. I believe that. At the, at the last day, at the resurrection, he will rise. Almost as if I know down the road, yes, God, yes, Jesus he will rise at the resurrection, but now my heart is broken. She says, I know he will. And Jesus looks at her, and I get this sense that he looked her straight in the eye, and he says, I am the resurrection and the life. 
He who believes in me will never die. And he says that little paragraph. I am the resurrection and the life. And then he looks at her and he says, Do you believe this? And then it's sort of a, a remarkable response. Martha says, Yes. I believe that you are the Son of God, the Christ. Remember, Jesus Christ. Christ is not his last name. It's a title. It means the Messiah. I believe that you are the one, the Messiah, the Christ. You are the Son of God. The story goes on as Jesus travels closer to their house. Mary comes running out, throws herself at his feet and says the same thing. It says that Jesus is so deeply moved that he weeps. He goes out to the tomb where Lazarus is and and he looks up at heaven and he says, Father... I don't say this for your benefit because I know you always hear me. But I'm saying this because I want them to know that you sent me. They rolled the stone away and Jesus says, Lazarus, come out. He says that he gets, out, gets up and walks out covered in linen grave clothes. And they unwrap him right there. This is a a really fascinating story to me. Because most of us are here thinking that the resurrection is an event in history. That on Easter we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And most of us really don't have a problem with the things that Jesus did. We don't have a problem believing or understanding or really wrapping our minds around Him. We're kind of okay with the idea that Jesus was a a healer, a great teacher, a miracle worker, that He multiplied food, that He healed people. We're kind of okay with that. But what most of us really don't know what to do with are the things that Jesus claimed to be. And I want to tell you this morning that I don't think it really matters as much what we believe about what Jesus did. What matters is what we believe about who Jesus said he was. Now, I know it's a little confusing, so bear with me. Listen to this. I don't think it really matters that we're overwhelmingly concerned about what we believe about the actions of the life of Jesus. But what matters is what we believe about his claims. See, in the book of John, Jesus actually makes a lot of really radical statements. In John chapter 6, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. In John chapter 8, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He says, before Abraham was, I am. John chapter 10, I am the good shepherd. John chapter 14, I am the way. The truth and the life. And right here in our text this morning, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Notice these statements, how radical they are. Jesus doesn't say, let me show you the way. Let me show you the light. Let me show you the truth. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. The same way he didn't look at Martha and say, Martha. Let me show you how I can raise your brother from the dead. He looks at Martha and he says, I am the resurrection. Do you believe this? You know, the question for you and I this morning is really the exact same question that Jesus asks Martha. 
Do you believe this? What do you believe about the person of Jesus Christ? Do you believe that Jesus was a great teacher, some kind of miracle worker that lived 2,000 years ago and had a lot of great things to say and did some stuff that kind of stretched the imagination but you're okay with it? Or do you believe that Jesus is the very embodiment of victory, of life to death? That Jesus was poured out as a sacrifice for you. What if this morning, instead of realizing that Easter, or thinking that Easter was the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, with everything that we are, we celebrated the resurrection Jesus Christ. You see the difference in those thoughts? We don't come here to worship an event. We don't come here to celebrate a moment in history like a birthday. We come here to celebrate the life, the resurrection, Jesus Christ. Easter is not a one-day celebration in our life of a church. It's the beginning of our very eternal lives. Every day of our life in Christ is Easter and because of Easter. If we as a church really grasp our minds around this, it changes the entire conversation. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says this. It says, For God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, zero, perfect, no sin, to become sin for us, so that in him, Jesus, we might become The righteousness of God. What that means is that God took his son, who was perfect and flawless, and he became our sin. And then God raised him from the dead so that we could have life that begins right now. See, Easter is the celebration of the resurrection, and the resurrection is a person. We're not celebrating an empty tomb with a rolled away stone. We're celebrating a living God who calls us to life. And that changes everything. The question on the table for you and for me this morning is the same one that Jesus asked Martha. Do you believe this? This morning as we continue in worship, we're going to have people on our, men and women on our prayer team. Um, it will be down here. If you want something, somebody to pray with you or you want to talk to somebody about a relationship with Christ, come down here and do that. As we transition back into worship, we're going to show this video, the live one, Tony. And just take a look and ask yourself the same question. The same question that Jesus asked Martha. Do I believe this? Do I believe this? How do I know? I know because I was restless. How do I know? Because I was wild. Because I was addicted. I was lost. Because I was empty. I know because I was living behind a mask. How do I know Jesus is alive? Because he lives in me. Jesus did what no one else could do for me. 
He took the punishment. For my failures. My wrong decisions. My selfishness. My pride. And my sin. He was beaten. He was mocked. He was tortured. Crucified and buried for me. But on the third day. He did exactly what he said he would do. Jesus rose up. And walked right out of the tomb. In the summer of 1985, July of 2007, February 2005, June 2003, and in August 1995, he walked into my life. And I've never been the same since. Now I am truly living. Now I am sober. I am at peace. I am fulfilled. Now I am free. Now I'm found. My God, my Savior, my best friend, my Lord, my Jesus, is alive. The tomb may be empty, but my heart is full. guys stand with us one last time and uh, I just want to thank all you guys so much for being here this morning. It's uh, such a joy to worship with you and I'd uh, love to have you back sometime. Um, we're here pretty much every Sunday unless we're in the park <laughs> trying to get Trev out of a porta potty.
And God, we look to you this morning. We say there's no one like you, Lord. There's no one like you. Can I get an amen in this place? There's no one like God. Amen? We believe in God. And we pray that you would show us who you are. Open up our eyes to you, Father. And once we see you, show us how to tell the world, Lord. Open up our hearts, our mouths to speak for you, Lord.
part of this place this morning. Somebody say amen. amen. Go from this place in the power of the Holy Spirit to celebrate the resurrection. Jesus Christ. Go in peace.